0: Hello everyone! My name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept. In order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child and we are so thrilled that we're able to offer one of the first of its kind digital, virtual and continuous learning environments enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we write Thought pieces every other Sunday, and we just dropped the thought piece this past Sunday. So be sure to meander over to the website and take a look at our content. Those of you who are maybe out and about who are running errands, well, we are available on 10 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure. Be sure to check out the links available in the description down below. As is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification, bell so that we are aware of every time you post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week basis. And this week, our topic of discussion is mental wellness and happy new year to you. I'm probably gonna say happy new year like every video in January, just because I love the new year. I love the blank slate. I love the fact that everyone's sort of hoping to embark on a new journey with a different mindset, with different habits and routines. And I wanna be here to support you. I wanna support your goals and your endeavor to be aligned to your highest self. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the process of change and of transition that we're hoping to introduce into our life for our better And I like to call it a process. I like to call it a transition. And in fact, our first video this week, we talked about it as the discovery process, because a lot of the time we have this ideal vision of what it's going to be like when we incorporate these new habits, these new behaviors and these new routines, not recognizing that there's a transition period, you're going to experience some resistance, there's going to be some obstacles, some pitfalls, and all of that is part of the process in adjusting to the new normal. Though, if we don't see it that way, if we feel that we're so far removed from what it is that we're hoping to achieve, if we feel like it's just an uphill battle against ourselves to incorporate these new habits and behaviors that we know are going to be for our benefit, and we don't actually recognize that it's par for the course, then we might feel discouraged and give up before we're supposed to, or before we're we should. And I think that anytime you have an idea in mind, it's important to never give up, but to always give yourself the arsenal and give yourself the foundation that you need to succeed. So that's what this segment is about. Our first segment was really just kind of talking at a high level about the discovery process. And this video, we're getting into the the weeds. We're going to talk about iteration. So I think iteration is so, so important because we don't know really how far removed we are by way of the existing thought patterns, the limiting beliefs, the, the values that we have, that have anchored into the habits and the routines that we have coursed through that we're hoping to change. And we also don't know like how many shifts are going to be required in that thinking pattern before it starts to translate in our behavior. So a lot of behavior change, it doesn't start with the external world, it doesn't start with our interaction with the external world, it starts internally first. and we often sometimes get tripped up thinking that if we just have the motivation, if we just feel like, hey, this is something you want to do, and you start doing it, we're not going to be met with internal resistance. And we are because we have thoughts, beliefs and values that feed into why we have shown up the way that we've shown up up until now. And it's important that we recognize and address those thoughts, beliefs and values in order to be able to show up differently in the future. So this is what I like to call the iteration process and this coincides with the discovery process. It's not necessarily the same thing, but they're related, they happen together. So as you discover all of the areas in your life that are anchored into your old habits that you need to resolve, or you're looking for a solution, oftentimes it is not the first guess, the first solution, the first resolution that works. It's a process of iteration, which means you're going to come up with solutions several times before you find a best And the best fit solution is a solution that makes the transition seamless. It's what makes the future state that you've envisioned a permanent state and not just, you know, a gimmick or a routine or a habit that you're going to drop once things get difficult. And I like to call it a process of iteration because it's trial and error. You're going to get to know that, you know, if you wake up very early, much earlier than what you're used to, you're going to feel very irritable maybe. So you need to do something to help yourself with the irritability until it dissuades. So maybe that means you wake up early but you drink water. You wake up early, but you journal. You wake up early, but you meditate. You're going to iterate until you find the best pairing with this new habit that makes the habit less arduous, less painful and less of an issue for you as you try to incorporate it into like what you do on the daily moving forward. And I like to talk about iteration because a lot of the time when we think about change, we rarely think about like the depth and the intensity of the emotions that are involved with change. When we have a disruption, like the emotions of frustration, of disappointment, of, you know, all of these different emotions will come up when we feel like we've, you know, failed or have not accomplished the objective in the time that we thought we should be able to accomplish the objective. and rather than let those emotions kind of take control and consume you, it's important to learn like how you address those emotions within you. And for each of us, it's different. Like for each of us, the way that we manage frustration is going to be different and the context is going to inform that. And that's why I say iteration coincides and couples really well with the discovery process because the more that you discover how you show up and how you react to change at different parts of your day or at different moments in time, you get to then align that discovery with what do I do to help myself smooth over these ruffles because I'm still committed to this change. I'm still committed to this transition. So iteration is key, recognizing that you're not going to figure out the best alignment the first time. If you want to wake up early, but you're not typically an early riser, then you need to incentivize yourself to wake up early. You need to figure out how you support yourself, how you self-soothe, how you manage the emotions and the frustration. And sometimes, you know, the, the complete horror that will come up if you're not someone who likes to rise before the dawn so I think that it's really important like if you're not someone who likes to exercise you might feel the moment you get into the treadmill like you have an urge to eat or all of these different things come up that keep you that impede you from just happily going along your merry way and, and kind of incorporating and internalizing this change but that is part of the process and it gives you an opportunity to get to know yourself and get to know yourself through the change so that by the time you've changed you've changed completely like the habits, the, you know, the external world, it has completely reoriented itself to you so that it now supports and is the foundation for the change that you've created and manifested for yourself. But again, like we need to recognize that when we think about resolutions, when we think about goals, we need to think about iteration we need to think about the fact that we're not going to get it the first time around or the second, third, fourth time around. In the first video, I talked about giving it a 60 day trial period and 60, days may seem like a lot, but if you back that again, the 365 days or more that you've been sort of immersed in this old pattern of behavior and these, these old ways of showing up, then 60 days isn't a whole heck of a lot. And during that 60 day period, you're iterating, you're trying to find different ways, different behaviors, different incentives to help you better support the new normal that you're looking for. And you're going to enjoy it because this is it's a process of self-discovery. It's a process of getting to know yourself and getting to know yourself as you shift and change, as you... Adjust those limiting beliefs as you adjust your thinking patterns as you adjust the values that are required or, or that are requiring adjustment in order for you to better embrace and internalize the new normal so iteration is key it is super 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 important and when you recognize that it's going to be an iterative process you can enjoy the process right you can poke fun at yourself if you're frustrated or if you you know don't accomplish a milestone in the time that, that you want to accomplish it because you recognize that okay well what is it do I need to make this easier for me and you start to swap out all of the different habits and tendencies that typically fly under the radar that have enabled you in the old way of being so that you can shift them to habits and different little things that typically we don't pay attention to that will enable you in the new state of being. So of course like the first step is coming face to face with those limiting beliefs that have kept you feeling like the change was impossible so coming to face with those limiting beliefs and then addressing that and addressing them as many times as you need to address them until you've completely replaced them. Understanding that sustainable change will is, is going to force you to let go of who you are now. It's, it's going to force you to let go of the version of yourself that even conceptualize the idea of this change. And I consider this very interesting because we don't often think about the fact that when we see ourselves in this future state, we're seeing a future version of ourselves in that state. Who we are now is probably not going to be who we become as we think about all of the different stages of change that's going to need to take place for you to make that future state and those different habits and routines normal. And I I like to call this the paradox of conflicting beliefs because it is who we are now that has conceptualized the ideas of how we want to show up better aligned to our higher selves, how we want to show up for ourselves like by way of fitness, by way of habits, by way of nutrition, like any of the things that you kind of put in mind, not recognizing that when you put yourself sort of to task in accomplishing that change, you are changing the aspects of yourself that show up the way you show up now. And it's interesting because then you start to see the the conflicting beliefs. So the beliefs that you carry that you know this future state is better for you. The beliefs that you have carried that have allowed you to kind of sit in this current state. And it's very important that when you kind of experience the paradox of conflicting beliefs you recognize that that's part of change. It's part of growth and evolution. And the part of you that didn't recognize, the subconscious part of you that didn't recognize by by giving you these ideas of how to show up better aligned to your future self. It was also self sacrificing itself. It was, you know, really introducing the end of who you are now to introduce and make space for who you need to become to embrace those new habits, which is beautiful, but also why change often comes with resistance and often comes with like a period of adaptation and iteration because there's a subconscious part of yourself that just thinks that these changes are going to be really easy and not recognizing that there's a part of yourself that you're going to need to let go of in order to make space for the person that you're going you become that will embrace these changes. So as it relates to behaviorally, your delta is going to resist this change. Expect the resistance, but make good of it. It gives you an opportunity to learn more about yourself and expect the fight. If we expect the fight, if we expect that there's going to be some resistance, that we're going to need to do some soul searching, that there's going to be, you know, moments of frustration, of anger, so on and so forth, then we're not going to be so discouraged by the fact that it's an uphill climb at first. It is going to be an uphill climb because you're shedding skin, you're shedding the old version of you to make space for the 2.0 version of you and it's always worth it no matter how difficult or you know how arduous the process is it'll be worth it in the end I promise you now that you're aware of the fact that change comes with discovery and also iteration so hopefully these two tools this awareness puts you in a better space to support the change that you're trying to actualize in your life so remember your focus is on winning the war and that involves losing some battles when you lose the battles that's okay open, be receptive to the information that that loss gives you, and leverage that information so that you're better equipped to show up for the next battle so that you can win the war. And winning the war involves embracing and encompassing that two-point version of you. So that's our discussion for today. Now, before you sign off, a few housekeeping items. I wanted to put it on your radar that we have gone live with our live events page. So for those of you who don't know, we plan on going live twice a month every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page. And we have provided you with a thematic calendar and then a more itemized calendar of the different subjects that we'll be covering throughout the year. So definitely be sure to RSVP and to purchase your ticket. They are paid events, but that's only because as we facilitate these events, we're hoping to build community and solidarity while also facilitating the sessions in such a way where we're building the critical thinking and the life skills and the soft skills required to derive more fulfillment out of life. Now, if you do see yourself engaging with our community on an ongoing basis, then might I suggest our package plans? Yes, we have package plans available for any level of commitment that will allow you to get some sweet, sweet deals on our live events. Our package plans, you have unlimited access to all of our live events and a discount, of course, but also over and above the live events, we give you access to webinars and workshops that we will be offering and providing throughout the course of the year, largely focused on different elements of self-mastery. So if this is something that appeals to you, definitely check out the website. We've provided you a bit of a screenshot here on the screen. Uh, Hopefully that piques your interest. Looking forward to engaging with you and to continuing to grow and build with you as we welcome this beautiful new year, 2022. I wish you all well. We'll see you soon.